Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Anker, Timothy Go and Chua Tian Tian. Time now for In the Spotlight. Uh, let's talk a little bit about robotics and construction. Well, from the implementation of building information modeling to the integration of robotics and AI, technology is transforming the way construction projects are being planned executed and managed. Yeah, these emerging technologies not only offer unprecedented opportunities for efficiency, accuracy, productivity, but it's also led to an increased construction vacancies and a growing number for skilled professionals that specialize in BIM, robotics and AI. Well, in eight, put out a report called Global Capital Projects Outlook. It highlighted global construction industry issues experienced over the past year and how technology's sophistication can remedy these issues. Now, let's find out more about how it does that. On the line with us is Rob Brandt, who is Executive Vice President Asia Pacific for in eight. Rob, good afternoon. How are you? I'm very well, very well. Thank you for having me on the show. So to start us off, we're quite curious about this. Uh, tell us a little bit about N8, um, the business model, and uh, how your your software is changing up the construction industry. Yes, certainly. The thing in N8, we're, we're all about helping projects provide a better outcome in their solutions. And we work with contractors and owners across all sectors of the construction engineering. So that's transport infrastructure, energy, commercial building, mining, resources and the way we do that is to really challenge how projects are delivered and we do that by bringing technology together to address those solutions so it's a really interesting space to be in obviously there's a lot happening as you were just saying in the intro there and what we're discovering is that the application of technology is really providing an opportunity to address some of the gaps and some of the challenges that the industry is facing in the current times around both resources and meeting those scheduling and budgeting challenges. So in your uh, report, Global Capital Projects Outlook, you highlighted the challenges and issues the industry is facing. What sort of methodology did you use to figure this out? In terms of the research, we went to 300 participants in, across owners and constructors in the three key sectors that we operate. And one of those, of course, is APAC. Mm-hmm. And what we discovered is that In APAC, there's some very interesting trends that are emerging in terms of how technology is being adopted and some of the attitudes that are a little bit different to other parts of the world. And I think one of the principles there is how participants in APAC see technology as a a real opportunity for growth in the year ahead and beyond. So they demonstrated that well ahead of other sectors in North America and Europe. 71% of those respondents in APAC saw technology as an opportunity, and it didn't even rate as, uh, as high as that in North America and, as I say, in, um, in Europe either. So I think there's an indication there that technology is well adopted in this part of the world. Does it mean, Rob, with the adoption of technology and how well it's adopted in this part of the world, that construction projects in this part of the world are ahead of schedule, maybe? I think we'd like to see that. And, you know, it's a, it's a constant challenge yeah. I think that uh, what we did see, actually, I did note that within the survey results, if we drill down that bit further, 43% of the respondents that were from that Singapore region actually felt that automated scope scheduling adjustments mm. are something that helps them in their project outcomes. 
Um, but I think we're really only just starting to see the impact that technology can have when it comes to improving project delivery in both its scheduling accuracy and its budget accuracy. Rob, let's uh, focus on the APAC region. Why do you think the companies here are more willing to invest in this kind of technology solutions? It's a great question, and I think that there's a couple of key reasons. One, as a sector, there's a lot of growth, and particularly mm. through the Asia-Pacific region, we know that there's an emphasis on a fast-paced growth in order to bring the economies up to speed mm. and to really take advantage of all of the opportunity that exists. There's a good amount of capital flowing into this part of the world for infrastructure and construction projects. And the adoption of technology is seen as a way to help address some of those challenges in terms of getting things delivered quicker, but also getting things delivered with more accuracy. So there's, a, there's always a tendency in this part of the world to perhaps punch above weight and to lead the rest of the world in many ways. Mm. So we've seen that in technology, but we're also interestingly seeing that in a couple of other areas. So sustainability is another mm. key thing that, that this part of the world is actually leading in. Uh, when it comes to an awareness of that and the opportunity that's seen for growth as well. Mm. What about, I mean, apart from the fact that you mentioned the speed, the sustainability, what other opportunities are there in terms of growth for the construction industry? I think one of the key ones here is productivity okay. and being able to find more productive ways of deploying resources. And, of course, in the Asia-Pacific region, just the same as the rest of the world, there are distinct challenges in finding enough skilled labour mm -hmm. and enough skilled labour to keep pace with the demand. So the way that technology can help with that is not to take away jobs, but actually to help facilitate better decision-making and greater productivity that means that projects can be delivered with fewer people. And that's not because there's a need to cut labour force, but it's actually because there's such a high demand, okay. we need to see projects delivered with fewer people. Wow. But for systems like this, Rob, don't you also need to have enough trained people who can run the mm. systems? Yeah, look, technology and data literacy is a key issue. Uh, I think that the way that technology is today, it's increasingly easy for people on site to adopt those new solutions. So innate, what we're always conscious of is that user interface and user experience is one that can be adopted on site, as well as providing insights for those that are not on the project office, uh, that are on the project job site, but actually away from the site and trying to look at aggregated performance. So technology has been really good in the last few years to help with adoption in that respect. So the skilled workforce is really augmented by technology now. So you've got the ability to bring in benchmarks around performance and how to conduct estimates and schedules for projects and draw from that intelligence that exists within organisations to provide benchmarks through the technology and actually help advise people and give them options on how to make better decisions. Mm. So it's a bit like you might use software to help navigate your way to work or to find places these days. The software in construction now, what we're able to do it in age is provide those insights and what we'd call um, suggestions to help people make better decisions around how they're going to schedule and plan their projects.
Right, surely it affects uh, the project outcome as well. And just out of curiosity, and really because I don't know much about construction, I do know that there's a lot of uh, it's a sort of green building certification. Are all this now, you know, sort of certifications being able to be sought out a lot faster at the planning stage of any big project? It's a really good topic, actually, and it's, it's one that's very, very current. Okay. So, I mean, the survey showed that. And the short answer is that it is helping because okay. you've got a lot of the work that goes on in the planning phase to make sure that the materials and the supply chain in what we call embedded carbon is accounted for through the construction process. So that's everything involved in the entire construction and engineering. So the material selection and the supply chain efficiency can all be accounted for in that planning phase. And that helps to deliver the project much more sustainably. And then also to be able to report on that. So keeping a track of everything as it goes along means you don't have to stop at the end and go back and file through papers and try and understand exactly how things arrived and how many were used. You've got that constantly being tracked and monitored. So you've got a real-time update as you progress. Quite interesting, this industry. We've been speaking with Rob Bryan, who is Executive Vice President, Asia-Pacific for In8. Rob, appreciate your time. Take care and have a great Tuesday evening. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.